your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And we have the outlines and pretty much completion of a team. There's still some holes to be filled, but Joe Sackick was active, maybe not so much on Friday, but over the weekend, things happened and we kind of know where we stand with our Colorado Avalanche. So we are going to get into all of the free agency craziness, which started off as a very slow drip, uh, but really picked up, at least for the Avalanche, over the weekend. So we're definitely going to be talking about everything that happened for the Avs, and we have to get to our poll. We're going to keep that going, despite everything that's been going on over the weekend, where we are giving our grade to Captain Gabriel Landeskog for the 2019-2020 season. So first things first, let's get the social media stuff out of the way so we can discuss everything going on. Follow the show, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, which is also where you can do the voting on these polls. Follow on Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche, and definitely send questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, of which a lot of people have them, to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Send those, I'll get them on the show. And we'll discuss, and I'll discuss with you through email or chatting through Twitter or Instagram. All right, so where do we start? I guess we start with Friday, and it's going to be short because Friday wasn't much. Typically, July 1st hits, and you know the term free agency frenzy holds true. And I th- people didn't know what to expect this time around just because of the whole situation with the league and the pause and the bubbles and uh, now we're doing free agency when you know a a new hockey season should be just starting with a flat cap nobody knew really what to expect and as the day went on there were signings there were definitely signings Uh, and you, you saw some players going to different places and some players remaining where they were but the big names the taylor halls the petrangelos i would say Tory Krug, but he eventually signed, obviously, with, with St. Louis. There wasn't a lot of movement on them, and it wasn't even till, you know, I'm recording this Sunday night, not that long ago, an hour or so ago, where Taylor Hall finally signed. He, I guess, had an offer from the Avalanche. It's, it's being reported that he did, in fact, have an offer from the Colorado Avalanche. It was short, as all of the deals for the Avalanche have been that we've seen. And the one thing with Taylor Hall was, would he genuinely, and we've said it on this show, would he genuinely take less money to go to a contender short term? The reports are he was saying that. And in the end, uh, my, my point of view on Taylor Hall has completely shifted and completely changed. You go to where you went, Buffalo, for one year for $8 million, you were not interested in a cup. You 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 have your hardware with your heart trophy, and maybe somewhere along the line, if you win a heart or if you win a, a Stanley Cup, so be it. Uh, 
that's not... I, I thought he was the type of player I wanted. He just proved to me he's not the type of player I want. You know, if you're, if you're going to do a one-year deal, if, you, if, if that's all you want to do is a one-year deal, and that's where you go, and I don't mean to disrespect Buffalo, I would say that about any team that he signed with that's on the bottom of the standings. You, you had a number of teams wanting your services, and that's where you went. So, uh, yeah, my, my point of view on Taylor Hall has completely changed. So we're going to push him to the side, and I was all for him. I, I, I would have taken him gladly. But we're not going to get into that because he's not on the avalanche, and in my opinion, he probably never will be on the avalanche. I'm just fine with that. I am happy with the guys that we got. So after a very slow Friday, first thing Saturday morning, you pretty much woke up to news that Burkowski had re-signed. Two-year deal, I think it was around $9.5 million. That he got. And then later on, you hear that uh, Val Nachuskin had signed another two-year deal, right around $5 million. So there's two guys right out of the, out of the way. And I, I like bringing both of those guys back without question. I think, those, I think Burkowski was maybe the biggest signing that they wanted in terms of their RFAs to bring them back. I think that was priority number one when it comes to their RFAs and I think it showed and he was the first one that got a deal done they avoid arbitration where if they went to arbitration you probably would have had to pay him a little bit more and the way with this flat cap is is things are tight so I think the avalanche kind of jumped the gun here and wanted to get a deal done as quickly as possible avoid arbitration where you might have to pony up another million or so and they avoided that and i think this is a good deal this will take him right into his uh unrestricted free agency period in two years and this will be a good test for him two years good chunk of money and then at the end of two years if you continue to play the way that you did last year and maybe even improve on that, then you are going to make the Avalanche really pay up for you. And you you probably will have other suitors coming in uh, wanting your services. And that, I mean, if the Avalanche really want to keep you, it, it might get into a bidding war. So it's a good situation for Burkowski. He's on, obviously, a good team. you know. And, and, and if you win a Stanley Cup in one of those two years, that only improves your value. And let's hope you win back-to-back. Obviously, your value goes up even more. So it's a win-win for him because he's making a good portion of money right now on a very good team where he could win some cups. And then in two years, you can cash in even more so. He just has to perform well. And I think on this team, that's a pretty easy thing to do. Much like Tyson Berry, where he went in Edmonton. And it was thrown around that Colorado wanted him back. I didn't even see him on our radar. There were reports of it. I haven't heard anything that it was genuine. I even heard a report that they did have a contract out to him. Uh, time for years and money. I think it was, I know the money was five and a half million and it was either two or three years. The Avalanche are not giving anything over than three years. That That is not going to happen right now for, for multiple reasons, which we won't get into right now. Mainly flat cap, Nathan McKinnon contract, Cal McCarr con- contract. Gabe Landeskind contract. Uh, but so 
Tyson Berry is kind of in the same situation that Burkowski's in, where he Berry went to a team in Edmonton where he can effortlessly put up numbers just being on a power play with Dreisaitl and McDavid. And then in one year, he's going to cash in. Guaranteed. And then good luck to the team who picks him up. If they don't have what they have in Edmonton, uh, Tyson Berry's numbers are just going to drop. It's just the nature of the team that he's on. Burkowski could be the same thing. Burkowski could be a product of the avalanche. They brought him in and look what happened. So, but our concern is not what he does if he's not on the avalanche anymore. It's what he does while he's on the avalanche. And he had a very good year last year. So very happy to get this signing going with Burkowski on Saturday. The Nachuskin deal. Love that deal. Pretty, you know, not breaking the bank, but Hey, I mean, he went from my, what was it? 800,000, I think to two and a half million. I don't think he, he had a million last year. But if he did, he was just at it. So two and a half million for uh, for each of his two years. So a five million dollar deal for him, and he's he's a great asset to the team. He is a fantastic defender. Uh, he was up there on the Selkie voting. It's very well deserved. I think uh, they obviously didn't pluck him from obscurity, but plucked him from maybe a, a career going down the drain. And the Avalanche saw something in him. Gave him another shot, and this is a classic example of a guy just needing a new team. And they brought him back. He's going to be, I think, going to have even a better season uh, being with a team that wants him. Dallas didn't want him, and it kind of showed in how he played and how Dallas treated him. So, uh, you know, definitely a, a strong third line that the Avalanche will have. But we have maybe the biggest news for the avalanche in the trade. And we all know what I'm talking about. So we will get to the trade with big Z right after we hear from our sponsors of the day, which are built bar and BuiltBar.com. built bar is a great and healthy treat for the health conscious guy or girl lose and maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. They're great tasting. They're great for you. 19 grams of protein, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs, incredible flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com, check out all the selection that they have, and at the checkout, type in the promo code LOCKEDON, and you get 20% off your next order. Used to be $10 off. They have changed that to 20% off of your next order when you enter the promo code locked on at builtbar.com. Definitely check them out. Awesome, awesome bars. Also brought to you by Roman. And it can be awkward and embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually we brush it off or blame ourselves, but Roman is here to help you get the advice you want and the help you need with no shame. How often do you use the excuse, like I had a long day at work or I'm just not feeling it? It isn't easy to talk about. And but Roman makes it easy to discuss and treat ED. A healthy life includes a healthy sex life. But if you struggle with erectile dysfunction, you may not feel like your best self. If you want help with ED, Roman connects you with a real U.S. licensed healthcare care professional who can prescribe the medicine you need. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all, the com- all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. 
Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash locked on and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to getroman.com slash locked on and get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash locked on for $50 off your first month of ED treatment. Once again, GetRoman.com slash locked on. All right. So before we get to the big trade, also, we thought maybe Nemetsnikov might hang around. Clearly, he didn't. And uh, first, you see he signs with Detroit, and you're like, oh, why would you go there? But I didn't know that he was, he grew up around there. So I'm always fine with that. I'm always fine with a guy going back to his, his hometown. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, so that's where he went. Uh, another guy that I would have welcomed back, but he goes somewhere else. But the big thing that came down, and like I said, we got the the big signings with Burkowski and then Nachuskin, and then around the midday, not much going on, but they were just setting us up for the big trade. And obviously, I'm sure you've heard about it by now. It's, you know, all everybody's talking about in avalanche circles. Zadorov is no longer an Av. Some people like it. Some people hate it. Uh, but you kind of saw the writing on the wall with this all throughout the season. Just didn't fit in with what the Avalanche tried to do. I think they gave it a go. I think they tried as hard as they could to get him involved with how they play. He's just not built that way. And he, you know, he is he's not the best puck handler. He's not the best decision maker, both with the pl- with the puck and just in his play. And you, if if Zadorov is on your team, you are going to have to live with those bonehead plays and those bonehead penalties. And that is now the problem of the Chicago Blackhawks. So Zadorov and Anton Lindholm go to Chicago for Dennis Gilbert, and the the big one coming to Colorado is Brandon Saad. And I love this deal. Absolutely love it. And and I think we had said all along that what do the Avalanche need? They need, if you wanted to upgrade at goalie, okay, their defense is solid. <clears throat> if you wanted to add anything, it'd be another winger to give them more help on the secondary scoring, which had improved last year. Let's not kid ourselves. It was vastly improved from the year previous. But you can always use more. They went defense in the draft, which, you know, Barron is not going to play next year. Might even not play in two years. But you continue to build up your defense. And what did you do? You, you, you built up your D. You started doing that four years ago. You didn't know it was going to be for this exact moment. But it's for moments like these. So now you can move on from Nikita Zadorov, And who do you slot in? Do do you find do you just hand the keys to Bowen Byram and say this is what we we got you for maybe a, a year early than we'd like to but what else can you prove in the WHL you you've done everything you can there now it's time to play with the big boys if that happens which I think that's the road they're going to go down there's going to be some growing pains but Byram is talented enough to overcome those relatively quickly 
and the Avalanche have enough talent on the team to overcome those mistakes relatively quickly. So, and maybe it's not Byram. There, there's there's other guys in the system. They they have built up their defense in the system that they can bring up and replace the door off. The 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 the, uh, the other guy that they traded for, Dennis Gilbert, is he's a defender. He's not, you know, he's not an everyday NHL player. But with the you know, you don't want to plan for. Injuries like the the injuries the Avalanche had last year. But if it happens, you have Dennis Gilbert that can come up and play for a week and be serviceable and, and you'll be okay. So he's not the <clears throat> the answer for Nikita Zadorov, but the answer is what you've done in the past three, four years to build up your AHL and all the players that you've drafted to bring them up. And take his place because Zadorov the Redden was on the wall for him. Let, let's face it; they just didn't, you know. Jared Bednar just didn't like what he got out of Nikita Zadorov, and there were moments where he was good, and in the playoffs he was good. And we were even talking about it. I talked about it with Kyle on the show. Did he what he did in the playoffs this year? Was that enough to hold a spot for him for next year? We're throwing that around, but I think the Avalanche just looked at it and was like, we don't think he can be that consistent during the course of a season. So they moved on from him. He was a, you know, a, a great guy to cover because you never know what you were going to get. You know, the team loved him. There was fans that loved him. At the same time, they were completely annoyed by him sometimes. And I'm raising my hand because I was one of those guys. <clears throat> but I think it was time. Getting Brandon Saad just absolutely solidifies the second line. So what's our lines right now? Let's go over our lines. Possible lines. Obviously, Landeskog, McKinnon, and Rantanen on the top line, where in the past you would move up and, or I should say you would move down occasionally Landeskog or Rantanen to help out that second line. Now you've solidified that second line. You have Saad, Kadri, and Burakovsky. That is a great second line. Your third line, you got Nachuskin, probably Comfer, and Donskoy. And then on your fourth line, you have Calvert, Belmar, and I put up question marks because that that's going to be the dogfight between Jost, Bogdanner, Martin Kaut. I hate saying this, and you know, you guys are probably going to hear this. I think Joe says the inside track on that. I think they're going to give Tyson Joe the Zadorov treatment, where it's like, let's see, we'll, we'll give you another shot here. So I, I think that's where they go with that. Who knows? We got to go through training camp and all that other fun stuff, but that will be a battle to be who is going to be your fourth line winger. That's a good problem to have. Who's your fourth line winger? Not who's your second line winger, or even your third line winger. Who is your fourth line winger? That's the problem facing the Avalanche right now. That's not bad. You know, and if you want to, and Jared Bednar does this, if you want to move these guys around, go ahead. If you wanted to bring Burakovsky back up because he played very well with Nathan McKinnon, do that and drop Landeskog down to the second line. You, you, have, um, you have an excellent team right here, Colorado fans. And I just hope we can get this season started on time and by on time, I mean January first, which is when they want, said they wanted to do it. But um, the, this, the moves that the Avalanche made, and are they done making moves? 
they might not be. You're not you're not going to get obviously Taylor Hall. You're not going to get Petrangelo. You have Jost and who was it? Oh, uh, Graves to sign. Both of those guys combined are not going to cost. You're probably going to cost you between five and six million total for those two guys, and you have almost exactly ten million dollars left. So that's all you have to sign. So say say go high end. So say you have you sign both of those guys six million. You have four million left. If you wanted to sign one of those lower level deals, you can do it. If not, then then you just save that money for next year. Because this is going to be a, a thing for the next couple seasons with this flat cap. So the way the team is constructed right now, Avalanche are, they, they, we, we talked about how they were the Vegas favorite. Everything they did this weekend solidifies that. I don't think there's anything any other team did that will put them over what the Avalanche have done in terms of being the Vegas favorite for next year. So... Things are looking good. All right. We are uh, just one break away from getting to our Gabe Landeskog poll. So we're going to get to that in a minute. All right. And like I said, last thing we have to get to is giving our season grade to Captain Gabriel Landeskog. So over at the Twitter, vote 0% for a D or an F. 8% said a C. 36% said A, and 56% said B. So it was battling between A and B, but B wins out with uh, 56% of the vote. Uh, Dustin at PhantomDust916 said, Really, people, B? He's definitely an A. And I would think a lot of people who are voting A maybe are taking, maybe are not thinking of just this season. I don't think Landeskog is deserving of an A this year. And I think the main reason for that is because of injuries. Injuries, and there were times where he was kind of non-existent. I'm sorry, but he went a, a long stretch where he... It was almost like you didn't know where he was on the ice. And, and, and a lot of it was coming back from that injury. But still, even though... Even that, he had 54 games played, 21 goals and 23, uh, 23 assists. 44 points in 54 games. <clears throat> Still put together a very good season. So, And, and in the playoffs, he had a, a good playoff. Uh, what do we got? Two goals, 11 assists. So 13 points in the playoffs this year. He's, he's the heart and soul of your team. And you can say Nathan McKinnon is. Nathan McKinnon is the, the showman. Nathan McKinnon gets the, the press, the notoriety, the, you know, the, the butts in the seats. But what makes the the internal guts of this team is guys like Gabe Landeskog. And, you know, he wears that C with pride, and he's deserving of it. And I, I wouldn't want any other captain right now on our team. I, I think he is going to be a longtime Avalanche player. I think a lot of what the Avalanche did this offseason is not only with Nathan McKinnon in mind three years from now, but Gabe Landeskog next year. So they, everybody wants to, you know, say like, oh, you have to be mindful of Nathan McKinnon, and you absolutely do. But Landeskog comes first, and Kel McCarr does too. But Landeskog probably comes before him. It's, it's just, you know, he's the perfect captain for this team, 
And uh, I, I think when he's healthy, he is he, he. You have guys that just want to camp in front of the net. That's your captain. I'll take that. That's that's a hard nosed guy. So. Uh, you know, he is not afraid to mix it up. He is not a prima donna, even though he's got the looks. He's not a prima donna and a pretty boy out on the ice. So, um, yeah, he's our captain, and I think we're all happy to have him as our captain. I would give him, even with those, with the injuries, the numbers that he put up, they're, you know, they, they weren't what he did the year before, but um, I still think he gets a solid B because that, it was a rough season for him. Uh, with with some injuries and he, the way he plays, he's always going to have those. He's always going to have those bumps and bruises, but he does not let it get to him. So uh, definitely a solid B on my end. I agree with the people of Twitter uh, and giving him a grade of B for his 2019-2020 season. Next on the list, I think we all know where this one is going to go. So at least comment so I can read some comments because we all know the grade Nathan McKinnon is going to get. So he's the next one on our list and that will go up tonight and be on Wednesday's show. So Nathan McKinnon, uh, I'm sure we can just hand him the A, but I kind of want to see the vote and how it pans out. Go to Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, follow the show and be on the lookout for the Nathan McKinnon season grade. All right, that's going to be it for today. Definitely check out Locked On NHL for all the news that happened with the free agency period this thus far. And for any news around the league, definitely check on Locked On NHL. And definitely check it out on Thursdays when myself and Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning host it. All right, that'll be it. We almost have our full team, but the way it is right now, two thumbs up from this humble host. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.